I'm going to kick it off. Here we go. We bring you this special radio television broadcast in order to give you the very latest information on an amazing phenomenon. The arrival of a spaceship. Just a minute, ladies and gentlemen, I think something is happening. We are Invasion of the Podcast. Lower your shields and surrender your ears. We will add your favorite geek things to our show. Your pop culture will service us. Resistance is futile. Welcome to Invasion of the Podcast. Uh, if you haven't really picked up on it from the intro, this is kind of a, a Star Trek theme episode. Um, we have a, a couple of guests here today uh, to talk about Trek with us uh, and a little bit of a celebration of the new movie coming out and just, you know, for for Star Trek's sake. Um, I am Joe, Seven of Peters, and to my left... Is that anatomically is, correct? What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and to my left, I have is Paul giving her all she got, Stedman. <laughs> so she can't take no more. With my friend Joe, and with my friend Joe Seven of Peters, <laughs> directly across from me, uh, a Star Trek, huge Star Trek fan. We know uh, is my friend uh, Jake T. Earl Grey Hot Ballinger. And, That's the class right there. That's and the class. joining like us from uh, right. Geek Eclectic Podcast. Uh, is Nick Lieutenant Barkley Campagna? Ooh, yes. <laughs> See, I knew that I they turned would into enjoy a spider that. in yeah. one of the episodes. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, but the, the Borg intro was appropriate because yeah. we are taking over the we world are, one yeah. listener at a time. So we, we, we had we, to sneak them in there. I think we, we have an, like some type of an affiliation with them somehow. Yeah, sad yeah. I wasn't a part of that opener. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, like basically, we're going to do a little different things here. We got a game later that Joe's cooked up. I think it'll be fun. But I just kind of wanted to break format. I know we normally do like thirty five minutes of news. Sometimes five minutes of content, of yeah. and then we limp to the finish line. But this time around, we're going to just do kind of like a roundtable because we have Star Trek. I mean, Star Trek Beyond. So we're literally at a roundtable tonight. This is oh, different yeah. than we normally Maybe broadcast. We should have done a Camelot podcast. Yeah. And then we could just have like That's 12 next. people, and there have been way more wires and only four head- headphones and microphones. That's next. We'll do the series Merlin. <laughs> there yeah. we Actually, go. The, we'll animated series, the animated series of Captain Arthur in the 90s I think it was was a very he under was a football player uh, oh, very underrated yeah. very underrated and they would like show. all transform didn't the one yeah. guy have like a like a gargoyle <laughs> yes. like, armor yeah yes. I remember that <laughs> I love that was solid that was a good show I don't remember this at all oh we actually. gotta look it up yeah. we gotta find it I, mean, I remember Silverhawks I don't know if that's the. oh no, man okay, let's not get into Saturday morning cartoons yeah, that's yeah, we'll another. talk about that, yeah, another show altogether <laughs> well there's Star Trek the animated series that no one remembers um, never happened <laughs> <laughs> so Star Trek Beyond's coming out this week uh, so I figured it'd be good to kind of touch base uh, about like you know because we have some fans and I know then we have Joe who likes Star Wars uh, to kind of have like the, the everyman like I don't know what you guys like with the phasers and the tricorders and the whatnot. Science. Yeah. Science. <laughs> uh, so first question I have for you guys um, is what brought you to Star Trek? Because I mean you guys have a love of it so what brought you to it? Um. I would say, um, not to sound corny, but it was something that me and my mom liked to watch together when I was able to stay up really late at night during the summer. I didn't have to go to school the next morning, and so she would stay up late with me, 
we'd watch the episode and I was only eight or seven years old. So she would actually have to explain adult stuff to me because Star Trek's very adult. And that was some, that's really what got me involved. Like my mom. Okay. And Nick, what brought you to the, to the, the Star Treks? For the most part, my old man, actually. I uh, literally remember watching his tapes of the original series and then watching Next Generation with him. Kind of like those, one of those few moments that you actually have where it's, sit down, we're going to all as a family watch a television show. Literally, I think it's the only ones I actually ever watched as a family it's- when it was airing. And I know, Joe, you just happened to see it in passing. I also in passing. You, you no, told you know me what? that there was actually a babysitter that would make you watch it. Wasn't that the story you told me that it was on all no, the time? That Which sounds is attractive. Uh, there wasn't no, no yeah. there wasn't a babysitter. It was uh I think it was my aunt and my uncle were big Star Trek fans and it was funny because like, you know, uh kinda like how, you know, Jake and Nick both were brought into Star Trek. That's how I was brought into Star Wars. Like my mom liked it and like they they wanted me to watch Star Trek with them, and I would and I think I was like three or four, and I was just like no Star Wars. But um, when I really kind of came into Star Trek was probably like like at the end of like TNG, and then like DS Nine. Like I remember like I would stay up late because they would always put DS Nine on at like one in the morning. Yeah, Spike. Like yeah, so I would just because I was like a night owl, I would just like DS Nine was on, and I would just watch it. So that really got me into that, and then like later on, I went back and watched a lot of like older TNG episodes that were like more kind of like um, you know like specific episodes I didn't watch like whole season long like okay. I would go find stuff like you know the Locutus episode and things like that and then um, season 3 season uh, there, yeah. was, there was uh, scene 7 season, season 3 line, minute 5 remember line 4 and scene 2 but uh, two episodes. it's fine the, um, You're good. the original the original series I can honestly say I've probably maybe seen like one or two episodes of so okay, um, I I honestly can't put my finger on when I started watching Star Trek. I just I think because my family, like my mom, always encouraged me to read, and she was much more like into horror movies and everything. So I don't know where that happened, other than I know Next Generation was a syndication, and that's I think that's how I ended up catching it. And then went to college. One of my buddies there was really into Star Trek to the point where he had one of the um, security uh, outfits, like the actual top, the the, the beige top from next generation that was worn in one scene and it was signed by somebody like dude was like hardcore into it. So like he got me kind of into it and that's whenever uh, first contact came out. So we all went to go see that and I was like, Oh, okay, I can, I can get more into this. I think first contact pushed me over the edge. Like, cause I was like, I'm liking it. it. Yeah. I'm liking it. Like, you know, that was was like, no, no, but Donna, (laughs) he could not be a Borg. I can't handle this. His eyes are just too blue. But (laughs) (laughs) now the Borg have those beautiful eyes. (laughs) They've assimilated his amazingness. Lieutenant Hawk. But yeah, I would watch TV episodes and like that was the first like Star Trek like movie theater experience and it was just kind of like you know I was like oh the Borg are pretty cool and that kind of like pushed me over the edge for like getting on board more with Star Trek. Yeah. So are you guys into the original series at all or is this kind of just like you kind of just had your you know we were discussing this before um and we I watched the original series as respect but not as in something that I was self-propelled to do i did it out of respect because of my love of next generation deep space nine voyager and like the current stuff and i i enjoy the original series movies you know but watching the original the original series i did it because i loved the the 90s i love the 90s star trek so much so i've watched it but my heart is with the later seasons gotcha oh yeah oh yeah i watched all of them yeah, yeah. i've got a love for the majority of all of it um I'm trying to think I don't think I've actually seen all of the episodes, though. Like, yeah, full like, truth. I think I've missed at least 
five think, or six. I think with a library, you know, not just the originals, but even TNG and you know Voyager DS Nine. I think with the library that Star Trek has, it's such a treat because there are some people, yes, that have seen every episode and can probably say, like we joke, just like this scene, this scene. But like you just said, there's you've not seen every episode, so it's like a treat when you stumble across yeah, one, exactly, because it's almost like it's never gone away. Mm-hmm. It's also a problem though when it comes to getting new fans because when I try to, and I'm sure you do, you know, when you try to share your love of something hey you should you know watch star trek it's very overwhelming for somebody to try to get into because there's just so much canon there's thousands of hours of television and it's and i've seen people try just like how you try to get me into doctor who and i was like i I can't. Yeah. How'd you know, you start, like, how do you start you on that one? He started me pretty brutally with like the. Uh, was I started. Like Eccleston? I started him Eccleston. Yeah, okay. that's where I started. Yeah, yeah that's where I started. Yeah. I couldn't get. Yeah. yeah, I I didn't like you know, and I know there's probably a lot of Whovian fans out there that are like you know they're like oh what about the other you know eight doctors and it's like it's like yes they are there but like I think like that rejuvenation in like what was it 2004 or 2005 four or five, four or five that rejuvenation really kicked off and then like you kind of have to like stick with it till BBC really gets a hold of it and, and then it starts just, putting money back yeah, into it starts yeah. putting money and then it just skyrockets but yeah. it, it it does pay off to pay attention to like the first two seasons before BBC throws money in well, it well like but, i don't think i'd ever go back and watch any of the original who just because like i do i i do judge production value yeah. and and i feel like star trek even though it is, and I got a question about that. I'll ask you guys here yeah. in a second. Um, I feel like the production value on that at times has been lacking. But since the main conceit was people on a ship and you could use the same sets, that there's some of that you can kind of mask over. While with Doctor Who, it's always like you had you know trash can uh, robot aliens yeah. roving around and all this other stuff. And it's like I went back and then BBC put out these little half hour um, like recaps of each Doctor. And I ended up watching those and feeling I got a good experience, so I don't have to go back and watch the first like <laughs> sixty years of Doctor Who and then go on. So that so it is challenging though because it took me four years to really get into that. So I can see how Star Trek, yeah. where it's like, oh, watch Next Generation, but if you're going to watch that, then you go to watch this part of DS Nine right. or check out Voyager. Never speak of Enterprise, and then go on to this other stuff. You know, like it's yeah. tough. Literally, no one I've told to watch Star Trek has <laughs> done it. Oh. I have, but you had to give them like specific. Here, if you're going to start and you want to see if you at all care to watch the rest of it, watch these five episodes. That's a good idea. Boom, 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 boom. I've tried to tell them like I've tried to tell them start with this series, then go here, and then go back. But if you don't like the first three episodes of a season, you're not going to waste your valuable yeah. off time. You know. Mm-hmm. So uh, that this is, a, I have a question that the, uh, with whenever Paramount did the remastering of the original series, where they've added like the updated effects and like the updated Enterprise. They look beautiful. They do look beautiful, yeah. but it's like, does it? I, I ended up watching. So what I did before to prep for the show is I watched an episode from each of the TV series, right? So I watched, ended up watching Mirror Mirror from the original series, which is the the Mirror Universe, where you had Evil Spock with the beard, mm. the first and, one, yeah, the first it's, one, yeah, and it, it was actually pretty good. Uh, but then I looked at, I'm like, I was like, that planet looks really good, and I realized it was the updated one. So I was mm. like, something about it was like cool, but it, it kind of took me out of it because it's like that looks way too good. And then you're back on cardboard sets and they're running around with like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, puffy shirts being evil. So I don't know. Like, is that something that you guys like the update? Cause I know when people mess with star Wars, people got mad Yeah, and it feels like star Trek. People weren't so upset about that. I personally actually liked the updates. I thought it was just nice to see what was obviously a redone CGI used eloquent seeing of the actual ships. Okay. Instead of the, you can literally see parts of the edge of where they're just stripping it across the screen. <laughs> and it's 
so good, but the exact same point, the thing that they did differently was they only changed the overall graphics of what they're already showing you. They yeah. showed, they changed the ship. They didn't add like yeah. a Gungan freighter in there in the middle of things. And then something didn't slip on poop. It was, <laughs> it was, all right, well, let's be honest. Technology's gone up a little bit. We can make this look better. Done and done. Boom. Okay. And for next generation, it didn't really change anything overall. I mean, the stuff that was inside next gen looked pretty good yeah. on its own. The, uh, the model work on next generation still holds. Oh yeah. Big time. Yeah. And like, and the thing is like when it's Star Trek, not to compare it to anything else, but Star Trek is better with better technology because that's what Star Trek's about is better technology. If something, if it's more accepting, I'm not speaking for all Star Trek fans, but if something looks better and makes this, it makes the story, you know, that much better, no one's going to have a problem with it because I think Star Trek fans are way more open to technological advances. Yeah. I think it, it well, it's this big science fiction part and like, not to keep going back to apples and oranges with Star Star Wars, but like, why would you compare it to Star Wars, Joe? Because because those are the two biggest sci fi properties because they well, have star in the name. Yeah. But like you know they they've done the same thing. Like like there, there's Star Wars is dirt is a lot dirtier, but it works for that universe. Yeah, like I couldn't take like the Millennium Falcon seriously in Star Trek universe at all. Oh as no, cool it'd, it'd it get blown apart. But it, yeah, it, I mean this, it, it'd get blown apart. But that's what a classic Star Trek fans are going to say to something like that. Yeah. But at the same time, we have a different opinion on that. I don't. I don't think Star Wars is comparable to Star Trek. I think it's completely different right. and like so different that um, the comparison kind of bumfuzzles me a little bit. Like one's kind of one's fantasy and the other one is philosophy, compassion, and Technology and the human, and like a human soap opera. Oh yeah, one's one's a good versus evil. One's a daily show that you know you have way more character development. It's completely different. And I love both, but and you know that's a big thing with Star Star Trek is like Star Trek has um, like that much more development because it's a show. Yeah, you you, you have so much more. Of, of a universe that's flushed out just because it's like it's not it's not two hour it's not a couple of two hour movies it's like it's it's several hour episodes that just span across like so many years well it's interesting because star wars is what got paramount to get back making more star trek like because it's like yeah. the whole thing is like they were going to do another tv series called phase two which and we talked about on the show before anyway yeah. I, well i should say i talked at you about that and you're like i don't know what you're talking about so <laughs> Um, and then that kind of that kind of collapsed and became the motion picture, and then enough of that kind of trickled along to where people were like, when they, you know, that's kind of where it kind of got it back into TV later. But it was because they actually were able to make the transition to movies and have a bigger world. That so it's kind of weird that Star Wars kind of pushed it along the way yeah. a little bit. But yeah, I mean, I agree that like uh, there has been like what each the original series was three seasons, everything but Enterprise was seven. Mm-hmm. Right. And those were the long series orders too. So yeah, like twenty two you know, episodes. Yeah. 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 So the hefty seasons, not like the they were like arrow seasons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's your meat and potatoes. Like yeah. where where do you get someone starting off on Star Trek? That's why a lot of people say next generation. Because if Q you tell episodes. them to watch one season huh? Q. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you tell them to watch one season though, it's like, yeah, you're in it. It's just like when I tried to take over Arrow and I'm just like, Okay, I'm almost done. It's it's episode twelve. I'm like this is not a pilot season, you know. It's like, yeah. and, and I got intimidated by it. And it's the same thing. Whenever you start something new, it's twenty-two episodes. It's like I'm going to be twenty-two in before I even get to well, the next part. The, the the benefit of Next Generation, though, versus like the later series, though, is that it stayed episodic. And then DS Nine got more serial based, and then uh, and then Voyager. I mean, that's pretty much. I mean, they had their singular standalone episodes, but. 
the whole goal of that was always going forward, and there was always an overarching story of how they're going to get home. So, I mean, I think the Next Generation is a good jumping-off point, because other than their two-parters, right. everything was encapsulated pretty much. You really get to know the individual crew members on Next Generation because of the like, data's day and all that kind of stuff, like because of the episodic way of doing it. Um, but Voyager was, I believe, was very episodic, but at the same time... Um, that overarching goal of getting home really cost a lot of the a lot of the castmates some really needed character development. God, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you feel uh, about no, that. Was, fully, fully, agree. fully yeah. agree. Do you mean like because like they were so focused on that goal throughout the whole seasons versus just that, people and they were, living their They were lives. by themselves because they were their own thing and they had to count on each other. And, yeah. And it, I was going to get that later, but you had like... I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's, it's Star, Star Trek. We, like, yeah. we, we went around the sun and now yeah. we're back to 1984 yeah. and we're going to save some whales. Yeah, just in um, case. But, but no, it's just uh, like with that one though, it's like it felt like to me that you had the Maquis and then you had the Federation and then you had like whoever else they found along the way and they had to stick together. It's almost... It's almost a Battlestar in kind of the way where it's like yeah. you, it's, it's your journey home, yeah. and you you have what you have, and if you're fighting, then you're wasting resources. So get along to get along. Yeah. And I think that's where exactly. Some, yeah. yeah, you're right. It, it did. Quadrant. It kind of like like I never really thought about it, but yeah, Voyager definitely did just kind of like put that that magnifying glass just on that ship. I mean, yeah. there was stuff going on around them, but with the rest of the series, they there it was like more expansive. They went to more places. People came in. People went out. Yeah. It, it wasn't as much with Voyager. So. Yeah. So back, I'm going to wrap up here with the, the original series here real quick. Uh, two questions. This one's the more philosophical one. Uh, uh, are we closer to the ideal of a unified Earth as presented in the original series today or when it first aired in 1966? Oh, me? No, yeah. I don't think we are. Okay. So I you, don't, yeah. Because that's the whole thing is that, that Star Trek's based off this idea that, hey, we figured it out ourselves. Let's go see what's out there. And it's, I think about it, and I'm like, man. Like it's been a number of years since that launched. Like, are we are we further along? Being, yeah, forty. Yeah, no, 50. almost fifty. Yeah, fifty years. When did United Earth start? I mean, you 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 can help me. Was it twenty one fifty? I'm totally. I think so. That was about a decade after yeah. Cochrane. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if you use the actual Star Trek timeline, there was a lot of wars before things got better. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. which I'm sure we can find our way yeah, towards we can, shortly. We can, anyway, we yeah. can wiki that. But that was kind of that's kind of the beauty of it is like you know it's so far ahead that we can't even wrap our minds around it because there's a lot of I don't want to say a lot of science fiction, but before we started, we were just talking about Running Man. You know, like that movie came out in the mid '80s, and yeah. now we have now caught up to. That dystopian future when the Running Man existed. Yeah, we're just just slightly past Blade Runner. So I have, I have a yeah. crazy, stupid history question. I'm I'm sorry. Um, when was NATO formed? Because NATO is a big deal. Oh, and that when, was FD, when, FDR. He tried doing the um, League of Nations, and that didn't come together. No, that, so was, no, that was Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow Wilson. Sorry, so when, yeah. it's okay. Na- when did NATO see, actually North Atlantic Treaty? When did that happen? I'm trying to think. I honestly see, can't. I have a bunch sorry. of Star Trek stuff written down. Not nothing actual, NATO. Yeah, not, <laughs> nothing NATO. When I'm saying that's a big deal, but I mean, yeah, you're, you know, 1949. Okay. okay. You know, you have the European Union now, minus Britain, but I mean, <laughs> to be honest, I mean, I think it's gotten closer, okay. but at the same time, we have more organization. We yeah, have way like more. That. I think we're technologically a lot closer to the concept because we have the openness, we have the internet, we have the ways that we can actually get in touch with everyone. Yeah. yeah. We just, from doing that, instead of opened up and became more expansive, we found a way to go, all right. I believe this. I'm going to focus on this. Everyone else yeah. is wrong, and I will find the people that agree with me. Yeah. That's all we've done. There's also, there's also like, a, three good ways of judging a society from a Star Trek fan's point of view is um, transportation, communication, and what? 
you know, societal, like, you know, culture. Li- yes, sociology. culture. Sociology. Yeah, sociology. So I would say that to bring up your point, we are excelling in one and failing miserably in two. Yeah. So it's as- like me playing Sid Meier's Civilization. Like, I'd be like, oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Why? No, I was just building a spaceship. You're never going to get a technology win. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So then, like then that the another thing here too is like the original series pushed boundaries with mostly a minority mixed crew, um, a female in high ranking position, and it had the first interracial kiss on broadcast television. Uh, Is Star Trek pushing social boundaries now, and does it still have to? Yes. Um, we don't know yet because yeah, yes, yes, it does, or yes, it it's it doesn't currently. Well, I mean, because I mean, I know that there's not an ongoing series, but I mean, there's a movie coming out, which I know, and there, there's a, there's a whole people there's some backlash about how they've made even Sulu in the new movie to be revealed to be homosexual, yeah. kind of like a nod towards George, George Decay, and even he wasn't a big fan of that, which is kind of he pissed all over that. Yeah, yeah he really, really not. He, a he fan really, he like really that. respected. John, you know, he really respected. You know, Gene Roddenberry. Yeah, which I dig. I dig his response. It was that was coming from the heart. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I feel like. Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead, Nick. But at the yeah. exact same point, they never actually specified that he got married. Yeah. I mean, it, just to be nitpicky about the whole thing, they, it, it's a slight retcon. But he only said that he did have a daughter. There What's, was never. Oh, he got married. He had a family. He had this. He impregnated some lady. No, no, no. There was always that's Sulu's daughter. That was the only thing you yeah. got from generations. Right. Oh. And and it doesn't all. It doesn't really matter anyway because it's a completely different dim- dimension universe. It doesn't exactly. even matter. Yeah. We're, we're, we'll get to. Uh, Joe told me that you have some uh, some bones to pick with the Kelvin timeline. So oh, we'll, we'll get I there don't eventually. have bones to pick. That's <laughs> Accuracies to correct. Yeah. I, yeah <laughs> I, that's not true. So I mean, like, I mean, was there anything that? Because um, I mean, obviously in DS Nine you. Had uh, a black captain, mm-hmm. well, that was kind of a big deal. And then, then in um, Voyager, you had a female captain right. with Janeway. Right. Um, and then in Enterprise, you had a quantum leaper as a captain. You know, uh, Mr. Scott Bakula, the gorgeous Scott Yo- Bakula. Yeah, you had Yoshi. She was up there. Right? Oh yeah. So yeah, I mean, like, she's there. and yeah. also you know, Meriwether, Scottish people. Yeah. So do you feel like I mean, like, <laughs> it feels like they're kind of always in front of the curve of like what is feeling to be like like some kind of. Social equality. Right. Well, we don't like. I was saying I didn't mean to like shut it down. I was just trying to say like no, we no. don't know yet because we don't know what this new series will bring. Has it in the past? Absolutely. Will it in the future? I don't know. From the movie, from when it looks like from the movies, mm-hmm. no. Okay. It's not moving that social agenda forward. They have they have that capability with the new season, right? The new show That's what, yeah. Out, which I'm we'll sure see. I'm, I'm absolutely sure they will because I feel like Hollywood in general and the media or not the media but just Hollywood and entertainment in general is definitely pushing a lot of that stuff. You know, with with a lot of like characters and things like that in a, in a good way. So I think Star Trek will just follow suit, but they were kind of the first ones to kind of do it. So. Okay, I was just I was just curious. Um, and I was going to talk about the new series when we get to the Kelvin stuff. Not that I have like a strict timeline yeah. of things, but I feel like those two are connected, so we'll get to that in a second. So uh, to end up on uh, original series here, real quick, favorite original series film? Just <clears throat> original series film. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, you know, I, I I remember the first one I saw because I was younger. Is was the was it the uh, the voyage home was the first one I saw. So that okay. one kind of was like resonated and and like looking back on it as an adult, I was like, okay, they gotta go get whales in the. the the past and i'm like whatever but then like after i've watched all of them i think wrath of khan is always going to be like my favorite original like most people yeah so we're gonna say Nick, wrath of khan pretty much wrath of khan <laughs> although although i'm gonna give it because of the question i'm gonna give it a second one as well i'm gonna put my number two okay and as much as i do love the trilogy that is two three and four i think i really have an odd love of undiscovered country that was a bit yeah. i was going to mention as well yeah, that was but, in my second place because like that one actually 
it holds up really it well. Does. Yeah. And the intrigue about it, like I, I don't know if you've seen Undiscovered Country, Joe. Like that's the one. I like, did. It, I watched. It, I saw yeah. it once when it first came out. I don't. Star know. Trek politics at its best. But it's yeah. it's pretty solid. Yeah. And like uh, one moon blows up. Yeah. yeah. And then Christian yeah. Slater's in it for a second, and it's it's a pretty good film. But anyway, all right. There's a lot that, of people that float yeah. in and out of. Like, he, I thought he, Slater was in the three. No, I when thought they he stole the Enterprise. Oh, I thought he was on a ship. Ship. On yeah, yeah. I, I thought so. I mean, I mean I I, this isn't the Christian Slater show. I would have taken note. I didn't. I don't know. Like, like, <laughs> it should be the Christian Slater cast. Slater cast. Okay, Cuffs. Great movie or amazing movie? Go. Both. Yeah. Uh, mine would be Wrath of Khan because, to me, I mean, I can't think of the uh, another Star Trek movie that nailed a villain like they did. I mean, yeah. in a movie. Yeah. And to so, me, a movie's all about a villain. Well, yeah, you bring up Star Trek villains, and, and everyone, everyone knows Con. Yeah, like, but because he's the only, he's the only. There's only two. Like, I mean, Goldacott's like the best villain in Star Trek, as far as I'm concerned. But, but in movies, like, I, who, you know, who can you think of that's a better villain in the movies? I, I can't think of. And, one. and the fact that he, they, he and Kirk never see each other face to face. Yeah, the entire time is crazy yeah, to me. That's true. And it's and that, that whole even at the end of that, whenever they have the big uh, battle in the nebula. Like something about even though it looks like two slow turning boats, it, it, it's it's really still tense, and I dig that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's a I, I enjoy Wrath of Khan a great deal, and the music's amazing too. I love the scoring for that. Um, I mean, the only the only odd thing is that they did nail the villain, but the only reason they nailed it, and anyone gives a solid sniff about it. I, I censored myself. <laughs> well, you can say shit. Just don't go ab- above that. It's above, fine. No, yeah. Nothing above shit. I was impressed. Yeah. Yeah. I tried, but the only reason that it was even an epic villain for the series was because he was in Space Seed. Mm-hmm. It was because they had dealt with him before. Yeah. And yeah. that was one of the best parts about the series had for the movies was, well, we need an idea because motion picture really didn't work yeah. out very well. Yeah. Um, Khan. People liked Khan. Let's get Khan. Right. Yeah. Call, right. call him. He still looks fit. Yeah. It's fine. We'll just, we'll just get some plastic abs. We're good. <laughs> I mean, uh, full honesty, I'm not even sure. That could have just been him. I think it was him. I think it was him. I want to believe it was just him. Ricardo Montalban did not stop cardio, is all I'm saying. (laughs) But that's the thing. Your point about them them taking it from an episode, Star Trek movies and their Star Trek movies are nothing compared to the episodes. It's not a movie franchise are the best when they are good Star Trek episodes. Well, not even like we're going to like not to jump away from the original, but like like how I said, I love First Contact. First Contact. Yeah, we're about to get to the next generation time. First Contact is the same thing. Like they took the Borg did so well in the episodes that they they made a movie about it. And it's just like, oh, it was. Yeah, it was a good movie. Like I really it was really excited for that because generations felt kind of like it was a bridge and whatever. And it was fine, but it was it should have been so much better. It It should have been been so much instead of being on a farm. With an axe, it should have been <laughs> yeah. on the an old Enterprise. I, I know, heard it was. Cruising. I heard it was just because Shatner wanted to ride his horse around that they made that whole like scene. <laughs> I wouldn't be probably. Like, that's I it. That's, yeah. that's what I heard. I, I was like, and he I was, was just getting ready to do Denny Crane for the next decade, right. so it, was, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Uh, so uh, yeah, moving on to the next generation here. Uh, this is the first question I wrote down off the top of my head, and this is because we don't we haven't really talked about it. And I don't think we're going to talk about it much. Uh, did Enterprise kill the TV series like the TV series mill of Star Trek? Like Star Trek Enterprise, or was it just franchise fatigue at that point? We were just talking about this, and you know, you know, I feel that the fans didn't know that this was going to be it. I think if the fans would have known that we were going to be in the desert for like years and years with no Star Trek TV, 
then they would have supported the show. So I, I feel that the fans failed Star Trek, to be honest with you. That's my feeling. But not to mention that, we also discussed how it was the beginning of DVR yeah. and TiVo. Yeah. And they didn't yeah. know how to yeah. rate stuff. Yeah. People watch that show. Well, like, they still have, they still struggle with ratings with Netflix and things yeah. like that. Like, you know, people like at networks like freak out because they can't gauge, you know, Daredevil's ratings or yeah. House of Cards ratings. And, and it's like. So I was saying earlier that I watched one episode of each of the series. So I, I watched uh, Enterprise. I was working out, and I'm like, okay, I'll just watch one episode, whatever, because you know I love Scott Bakula. And it turned out to be a two parter. So I'm like, okay, the next day, today, <laughs> I'm like, okay, so I'm like, okay, That's I'll work out and I'll you. watch. I'll watch the next one, and then goddamn it, it's another to be continued. I'm like, how many to be continued are there in this arc? A I was, lot. I'm well, like, yeah. so I'm catching myself having to watch Enterprise now just to know how it ends. That one arc. I hope it ends the next episode. So, if it says to be continued, which one? Which one? It, it's season four, and it's with this. Um, there's a plot of the like the Vulcan High Command is basically doing a terrorist plot to get rid of like another section of Vulcans that are like not following yeah. logic the same way. We we, yeah, this. we discussed this earlier. Like, <laughs> like, like in the five minutes we had before the show started, it's like. That's a problem that like th- like it's not just the fans. There were there were problems. Massive plot. Go ahead. No, you go ahead and explain it. Like, so they made the Vulcans. They basically retcon Vulcans into into Romulans or like United States senators. Yeah. They made the, they like that is not our idea of a Vulcan, and they and it was pretty. Um, it was a tough pill to swallow. So I mean, that's another. They weren't reason. who you expected them no. to be at no, no point. And on top of it, the the thing that always bugged me was one of the initial things that they said that they got from the Vulcans after they made first contact was shields, which there weren't any shields. No shields. Yeah. Which every time I saw them get into a battle, I was like, so they're going to be destroyed. Right, cool. Oh, <laughs> no, oh the, they're changing we'll the polarity some, of the yeah, hall. Yeah. Yeah, like, Ooh, that does a ton. Yeah. Like po- no, polarize, polarize, polarize the, the hall. Like, like, great. Like someone goes over and like plugs like a, a corner of the wall. It's like, okay, it's polarized yeah. now. There we go. And it's like, oh, the potato clock works now too. All right, <laughs> we, can, we can hold off hold off the Andorians or whatever. Yeah, Made no sense, yeah. especially when you're fighting people that have shields. And have tractor beams, which they had a grappling hook. <laughs> How terrible of a decision is that? There were a lot of things that were retconned in that did destroy the Enterprise series, yeah. okay. including soft rock opener. But still, overall, there were some things there that just didn't make sense. You don't, you don't have faith of the heart? I don't have but, faith of the heart. Yeah. They, no one's uh, going to bend or break me, but I still don't. <laughs> but no, it was just there was so much there that could have been done. And, and let's be honest. Jonathan Archer could have been a great captain. Did we need? Did we need to go back? Could no, we could I, no. Could we still be going forward? Was, unless, yeah, we had. We were both. We were both lamenting that if you're going to go back in time, why not explain something that all Star Trek fans want to know about, and that's the Earth Romulan War. That's something that's got sex and sizzle. It's a war, okay, and you can immediately turn a whole new generation of fans on to and get the current fans because everyone wants to know about the earth Romulan war and no one knows anything. Well, isn't that kind of like what Axanar was trying to do? Yeah, a little bit yeah. like the Axanar is the, the fan made project that, that, that looks par- good too. It looks good, but Paramount's not happy. They're, with they're it. upset so about it because it looks good. That's why yeah. I thought you said that was like a prequel to a battle with the Klingons. It yeah. is. Oh yeah. I mean, it may be, it's about the Axanar is like the, the planet where all went down. Yeah. So it's not what you're talking about, but it's, it's picking a point and Starfleet history that has been discussed on the yeah. series or in the extended yeah, yeah. canon, and they're actually going to show it, and Paramount wasn't happy about it. Yeah, and they yeah. got a lot of the original people, too, which was really great. Well, they're not doing that, then. Yeah, right. I know, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So, let's see. What else do I have here? Uh, 
so Star Trek, we, we talked about how original series was kind of like a reflection of the times, a little bit about what was going on progressively. Is there anything that you think in like the next generation timeline, I mean next generation Voyager and DS9, that was that that was a result of what was going on in the 90s? Mm. Is there anything that you feel there socially? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, anything that kind of bubbled up? Because I feel like DS9 was more its finger. Like, I, I figured DS9, I, I kind of equate it to, that's the closest we're going to get to a Star Wars cantina is DS9 because you had people coming and going, yeah. all sorts of different races. I think and I think it was more the LGBT thing, like because you had like the episode with Riker and like the is are they male, are they female, and he fell in love with them. They didn't really have a gender. They, yeah. Like it was constant. Like and then you had the the one in Enterprise, which is the co-genitor episode. Mm-hmm. Where like, he's like, pregnant. Yeah, where, yeah. Like create. No, I think well they had to have a. Th- well, anyway, it's a <laughs> lot of gender stuff. A lot of gender. And then you had Dax because um, one of her former hosts was you know in love with a woman, and then they you know it was the okay. first female female. Kiss. So I mean, I think the I think the nineties and the two thousands really they didn't. I think they really hit the uh, you know the gay, gender equality, yeah, gender equality thing. And what I even noticed with this enterprise too, they're actually dealing with like terrorism, like the whole like the the attack on the human embassy and yeah. like like a lot of that too. So I just you know that kind of goes back to like you know it, does it still kind of reflect socially what's going on? And we can't um, really discount uh, DS nine because on top of everything else. Babylon Five started just before a season before yeah. DS Nine went out. Yeah, yeah. And it was kind of like a station that doesn't move, and it's working. We're in production for something. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it anyway. Why not? There, there's a lot of talk there that uh, J. Michael Straczynski actually was pitching this, and Paramount's like, yeah, 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 no. And then they went to the Star Trek guys, like, hey, we heard kind of a good idea. It's a good uh, idea. And there's a lot. There's a lot of talk there that that Paramount took the core of Babylon Five and ran with it before they got it on air. Well, I'll take it because Deep yeah. Space Nine's like my fave. Love yeah, a lot I'll of people like it. it. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. But I mean, you've watched not to get off the subject matter of Star Trek of Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> have you watched Babylon Five? I have not. Have you? I have watched like three episodes of Babylon 5. Um, no. <laughs> I should have because I love uh, J. Michael Straczynski. Like, yeah, I love his and comics. And it's weird that like that is like one of the sci-fi properties I've never touched on as much. Like Battlestar, Battlestar Star Trek, Star Wars. But I know Babylon 5 is one of those ones that you get, once you get into it, it's supposed to be – like the ending no. of it is supposed to be very satisfying. Yeah, yeah, extremely. Yeah. yeah. They, they could have actually ended in the fourth season, but they went into a fifth. Okay. They literally had like – not to bust anything up. Or to spoil anything, but they had one episode that was the very end of the season. I think the second or third one. Go there, for it. Here we go. Button. Do you know why they are called spoilers? That's right. <laughs> nice. They had one that literally <laughs> sat at the beginning of it and went through the end and went through a thousand years into the future of what was going on. Okay. And it was a beautiful could have been closer. Hmm. That they then just went. Hey, we got a fifth season. Yay! Yeah, kind right, of like cool. Parks and Recreation. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Where it's yeah. like, oh, we ended this show, but we're going to do a victory lap mm-hmm. and make it a lot of fun. Oh yeah, the victory yeah, lap, pretty much. And that's that's definitely one that after all this is done, you guys should definitely. It, is it available it. on Hulu or Netflix? Because if it is, I'll probably start watching it. We'll find it. Well, can, well, I mean, I know it's out there. Like we can get it. You know, I think like, I might, honestly, I think I might have some of the DVDs, like right. like on Pirate Bay Five or wherever it's at. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, not, so no, I've never heard of that. Kind of thing. <laughs> but uh, that, and on top of that, since you apparently didn't mention it, Farscape. Oh, that's, I did that's watch, all over. I Netflix. did watch. I yes. did watch Farscape. I never I, watched Farscape. I never finished Farscape, but I really liked Farscape. Yeah. Well, from what I heard, Farscape didn't get a chance to finish Farscape either. It no, didn't. It's, no. it's, even it's with the movie, it, it didn't. It, and it got weird. It got weird in the end, se- and uh, like the last season, it got really weird. Well, they knew they weren't getting another one. They're yeah. like, let's leave some questions, and maybe we'll do something later. Yeah. All right. So, um, favorite captain? Like, you can go back to Kirk if you want. Like, favorite captain of uh, what we got going so far? 
Of we, oh, your favorite captain? Oh, Picard, no doubt. Picard, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's... You're, it's like, done. Yeah. Mic drop, yeah, I'm yeah, out. Yeah, Picard. How dare you Picard. ask that question? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I, I like Picard. Yeah. Like, 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 it's, and it's like, it's like everybody's always like Kirk or Picard. Like, Kirk is like a great, in my opinion, like an Indiana Jones type captain, but Picard is just that, like, respectful, like, the guy that you always say wants, you want him to be your grandpa. Oh, yeah. Like, like I wouldn't know how I want my relationship with Kirk to be. Like, I don't know if I would want to be his friend because I would probably get killed or in trouble. Or drink or, with him. Or drink, yeah. But, but, like, I think he's a great guy, but I just would want to be related to Picard. That's why. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, him. you can always bring along Tom Paris or Riker if you want yeah. to have a good time. You That's know? what I was going to say. Like, if there wasn't Riker around, right. Kirk might have a stronger argument, right. but there's a Riker yeah. with, the, with the Riker beard and the Riker jump over chairs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, But go ahead, Nick. Who, yeah. who do you got? Uh, honestly, it's uh, it's tight, but it's probably going to still be Picard overall. I mean, I've always oh. I've always loved Kirk, and I'm, I'm sure I've gotten most of my really, really terrible... <laughs> ideas from Kirk, but still, <laughs> overall, I mean, the one that you're going to be the best captain is Picard. Yeah. The only thing I think was always a bad decision was they never did any of the Mirror Universe stuff with Next Generation. Oh, yeah, that would have been oh, amazing. Oh, that's so much fun. Could really you imagine cool. an evil Dark Picard? Picard? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, my goodness. That's all I wanted to see. Yeah. That's no, all no, I wanted. That would have been, been really cool. That, that brain power. Fund another like, would he have, like, a beret on and just be snooty? A full he, head of hair. Would he have full head of hair? <laughs> no, just, just <laughs> here. Instead of a goatee. Just here. Just here. Nothing here. Yeah. He beard. Beard from here down. And Riker is just married and just stays at home and is very just like, I'm evil, but I'm kind of a stay-at-home evil. I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't go out womanizing. I, I actually sit in chairs the correct way. <laughs> I never raise my leg and sit down. Uh, it's not. I actually play the saxophone, oddly <laughs> enough. Yeah. But no, I, 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 that, I would literally love to sit down and go like, we think we can get them? Let's try it. Crowdfund this. Let's crowdfund this. Let's get Star Trek, you know, 12 Next Generation series. I don't care. I want I want Mirror Universe. Ultimately, I would have loved, I know they're not going to do this with the new one, and I guess we'll, we'll talk about that before we move on other stuff real quick. I would have loved to have seen a Mirror Universe series. Oh, I think that would have been so I, I was fun. about to I was about to throw out there like a quick change of topic. Sorry. But no, no, please do. Who, what what series, <laughs> excuse me, what Last series did the best Mirror Universe out of the three that did it? Oh. And, and, well, I know that they revisited it a couple of times in DS9. I know they yeah. had a couple. Uh, and then um, I know Voyager did touch upon it. I don't know how often they did, though. I, I, I don't remember if they did. I, don't, I, think it was, I think it was just original, DS9, and... Um, Enterprise. And Enterprise. Yeah, I like the Enterprise one just yeah. because, like... That was good. Yeah, I think it, that was my favorite. Because the whole part of that, too, was that they actually... Someone found the the, the regular Enterprise from the original series that was no, there. Right. The USS Defiant. Oh, sorry, right. the Defiant, the one that which was... was and the, the, it was a great callback because the original series had said that they had lost the USS right. Defiant, and they have no idea where it was. Right. Yeah. And then... It was right. really Enterprise's version of the Mirror Universe was really clever, and it was really fun to see. It was really fun to see early Federation being so despic- despicable. Yeah, I, I loved it. If you remember, they changed the intro music too to be more. Like, they oh, got rid of the song for. They should have kept it. They should have kept it. And it was yeah. very like angry sounding. And then when they put the flag on the moon, yeah. it was like the the uh, Empire's logo, yeah. and it was actually it was kind of cool. Uh, cool. Um, I'd have been fine if they just changed the words too, but they should have kept the version that they had. You know, we one. should spice. I've got hate yeah. in my heart. <laughs> That'd have been fine with that. 
Um, see, I like Archer just because it's Scott Bakula. That has nothing to do with Star Trek. Like yeah. I, no, Archer's fav- a great captain. One of my favorite TV series of all time is Quantum Leap. So it's Absolutely. hard for me to separate that. And we've always joked about how it'd been fun to put the entire series of Enterprise up, like on, like a sharing site. But change the last bit to where he leaps out at the very end after forming the Federation. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, but but not, but not tell anybody. So they're like, oh yeah, yeah. it's like. What just happened? You just see like the blue flash of light, yeah. and that's it. Like he just leap. Yeah, like, <laughs> it took him a long time to figure out how to fix that. Didn't he? Got he? home. He yeah. got home after that one. <laughs> yeah, that was all he had to do. He had to start the federation. Yeah, he, he started the federation and earned his way home. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like, and then and then um, Al went off to Battlestar. So that just feels like that's what happened to the yeah. both of them. Uh, no, but I feel like he. I, I like. I like him as an actor. I liked him as a captain. I just feel like, again, I feel like the show around him wasn't the strongest, no. and it's unfortunate because I think he he's a good captain and. Yeah, like, look, not to keep you know, I don't want to bag on Enterprise. I actually want to say like they had two really strong seasons. Like in a lot, you can accuse a lot of the series is to not having like to having weak spots. I'd put you know those two two seasons, the last two seasons of Enterprise, up against a lot of other you know series' best. I think you know we bag on it a lot, but. When they got it together, they really did get it together. The only problem was that once they finally did get it together, it was there was no ratings. Yeah. yeah, it was too yeah. late. So um, overall, uh, in all Star Trek, who's your least favorite character? Like not just like a one-off. Is there like a constant that you're just Let's like say one, two, three, Neelix? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys just become best friends? Like, we like, were talking. Like, outside, I think we did. Yeah, we were talking yeah. outside a little while. Although it casts is a strong second. Yeah. Yeah. Strong At least they gave second. her that Fury I, episode. Yeah. Yeah, when I watched Voyager, I wasn't like a a big fan of those two. Dude, Neelix drives my wife batty, batty. Yeah, my girlfriend likes them. That's just, she, oh, she that, that's Neelix? pretty much that, that. Pretty much says what needs to be said there. Where yeah. like Mary likes Neelix, I'm like, oh, okay. Like that's, she likes this kind of characters though, and it's like, I don't know. She's she's a huge fan of Red Dwarf, and that show I cannot get behind. I've never watched Red fits, Dwarf actually. actually. It, liking Neelix makes perfect sense. Because well, like, the Red Dwarf Red is Dwarf. very, like, I mean, you could see him in something like, like that, where Red Dwarf, dry, it's, I, I do not like that show. And I, I don't know what it is. It's, it, it's, it's stupid. I'll, <laughs> g- I'll give Neelix his due. He had one good episode, that Gathering Tree episode, where he died, and then and then he realized that there's nothing after after life, you know? And then he had to deal with that. That was actually a pretty decent episode. <laughs> it was a good yeah, episode. That was a good episode. Like, yeah, I'm like, well, that's, you know, that's what it is, probably. So yeah. let's handle it in Star Trek. Star Trek <laughs> yeah. handles everything. Yeah. So See, hey, forward thinking. They were like, hey, overall, let's let's just calm this stuff down. <laughs> Neelix's episode, I like that. Any, any characters? I, you- I don't have any characters that I actually like, hate. That's yeah, like, I mean, there's nobody that he, really he bothers doesn't me. Like, like what about either, like so. what about like Gynan? Like, Gynan's you know, awesome. I love Gynan. Gynan's <laughs> the best. She didn't bother me. I thought she was like I, I I liked her character for the fact that like it was like um you never got to see like you know always like the working man goes to the bar to relax. That gave you another perspective that you never really got from any of the series with like you know like a sci-fi crew. It's like, what do they do on their downtime? They yeah. go to Ten Forward and I love Ten Forward. And she always seemed like she had the answers for them. And it's like the whole, that was one thing. Like when I was watching it, I'm like, why is she just running a bar? Like I'm like she seems <laughs> well, like she. Could but then run you more find stuff. out later that she's actually yeah. probably the closest thing you got to like a Star Wars character. Yeah, in she Star Trek. Well, well, like her, yeah. like because she was in Generations, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole mystical thing with her was like it, it made more sense later. But like when you were watching the Next Generation, and you're just like, she always seems to like have the answers for everybody, and I you're mean, just like, she's been alive at the time of next generations by like 300 years yeah I think. yeah, something More, like yeah. That, yeah. And, and not only that she actually one of my favorite ones is when they took q's powers away and you see her in a just 
damage. No, it wasn't even while his powers are gone. He shows up while she's there, and she gets into like a fighting pose. Yeah, she wants to scratch his face off. She's going up. to fight <laughs> a Q with full powers, <laughs> and I don't think that she wouldn't have done well. That's the yeah. that's the crazy part. We're, You're sitting there looking at Whipple, <clears> going like, she could probably still mess him up. He can blink out. But she could still probably mess him up, and I can see it and feel it. Well, she has all her nun friends. They're just going to show up. That's true. Start they may, they, they, I mean, yeah, they, they, they respected race, yes. her race enough to make generation like their race. You know, their race of people the number one villain in generations. The, the yeah. movie. Yeah. What are they? Alarians or something like that? Oh God. So, some yeah. people are going to nerd rage on the internet. It's Probably. the name escapes me. No, yeah, we always worry about that. Don't worry about it. No, like, you, they didn't for, know. They didn't know the Pokemon names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like Dig Dug. No, yeah, like, Dig Dug. I got. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's a game. Um, but uh, forgettable, forgettable villain. Great actor though. Um, yeah, it was. Um, oh, what's his name? Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, Sauron. Yeah, they basically. Oh, Mal- yeah, they basically generations. Yeah, yeah, Malcolm McDowell. He was cool. Yeah. They gave him the same. Was, it, it, what he did didn't make the most sense. I mean, I understand what he was doing, but. If you really think about it, all you really need to do is take a ship, turn off the force fields, I, and yeah, get in the way. Yeah. Get in a spacesuit and just jet Jump out there, in, man. Go. Done. You don't got to take out the whole universe. You don't have to destroy two planets to yeah. slightly change the course yeah. of the Nexus. So I don't know if I have like another a, problem a, a with character that. that that annoys me. I guess, I mean, I don't know. I was never a fan of uh, what uh, the second command guy on Enterprise, the one with the, the southern accent. What's Tucker? His, yeah, Tucker. Something about that felt very put on. And it felt very like I get that they're going for like the barnstormer yeah. kind of like, but something that sometimes I'm just like I get it. You're not you're, you're from you're from a cornfield. I like, you're you're trying to out Kirk Kirk. I get it. You know mm-hmm. and something about that drove me a little batty. But but he's just right beside you know Scott Bakula. So I you know anyway. But I was like get away from him. He's mine. He was who's part of the glow that was happening. Yeah. yeah. So um, right. Let's see what else we got here. Um, so what do you think makes a good Star Trek crew? Like in terms of like composition, because I feel like. Um, each uh, each series has their own crew. I, I feel like Voyager doubles down on a couple types, mm-hmm. like. Um, but I feel like there is distinct like like archetypes. Like, what do you think would make? I think you. I think you always have to have like not so much that outsider, but that alien character. You always have to have that one person that's rem- com- not completely removed from humanity, but like you, you you know you had it in Spock, um, you had it in Data, um, yeah. you had it in uh, like Seven of Nine. Um, and then, like, I'm trying to. Th- I didn't watch Enterprise, but like, you always have to that Paul. one. That, uh, you yeah. always have that one character, yeah. you know, that that isn't like, I guess, like the normal humanity type, like acting character. And then they slowly start to understand it throughout the seasons. So, I Deep think- Space Nine made Worf that character, by the way, in my opinion. Really? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Well, what about because- Odo? I thought Odo was always trying. to Oh find yeah, him. no, yeah, that's well, great. Yeah. That's a better point, Odo. Yeah. Odo but I didn't think Odo struggled yeah. with anything. Like I felt like he just he did belonging. His job. He belonging he, and he figuring struggled. out who he was. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Odo always needed to belong. Yeah. But I feel like Voyager, though, it's like, oh, hey, hey, we got, we're going to introduce a robot lady later. That's fine. That's fine. Oh, we have a hologram that needs to figure out how to be a person. It was like every single person was trying to figure out how to be a person. Yeah, it felt like it just true. felt very like you guys like the quirky characters. We're going to give them all on the ship. Did We've they, got Balana too, who needs to figure out how to be angry or not. Yeah. yeah. It's like, am I, am I human? Am I Klingon? They, like, yeah, you know, that wasn't, am I both? yeah, that was, yeah. that was not her fault. That was, that was, that was, she, she went, as soon as the big three started emerging out of Voyager, they just literally stopped caring about <laughs> Roxanne Dust or whatever her name was. Mm. Oh yeah. That's her name too. What about, uh, so yeah, no, they, they had, I didn't really think about the doctor too. I forgot about that. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's like really, yeah, he definitely yeah, was kind of like, he He's, did kind of struggle with like, I'm a hologram, yeah. but I'm also kind of like, well, because they left him be able to to improve his own his own yeah. programming, so he was becoming, you know. So, um, 
Yeah, so I mean, like, I, I guess, I, the, I guess it's kind of like a trick question because it's like we could name all the the crew members we like, but you mentioned the big three. I think that's kind of what it is, where you have to have the three, no matter what they are. There's always going to be that big the main three. three that you come back to. Um, for next generation. Well, for next generation, well, you had the big two. Then you had the big two, but at the same time, you still then had you had Riker and Kurt. You had. You had well, I feel I'm like sorry, Data was Riker, the breakout character. Data, yeah, Data yeah. and Picard. You know, that's okay, that was. Yeah, but yeah. you still had Riker. You still had Wolf. yeah, I mean, that's yeah. it. But still, that's five. You had Wesley Crusher. No, they didn't. You know, it's fine. <laughs> no. I would say to answer that question, I would say love for each other or a really good reason to hate one another. Like, like some of my favorite. Not to bring back Neelix again, God forbid. But <laughs> some of my be- some of my favorite Voyager episodes were how how much Tuvok loathed Neelix. Yep. Watching him just loathe Neelix the way I loathe Neelix. Was, <laughs> you related? Yeah, I, you, I, you related. Like you know, you related to a Tuvok. Vulcan. You know, yeah. you got it. Like they, you, the crew usually all loves each other, but there's got to be a couple people that don't get along and they never will and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's reality. It's true. Yes. All right, so moving on to, uh, actually here, like, um, a couple questions here, but then just kind of wrap this up with the t- next generation. Uh, favorite next generation film. I think we all talked about first contact being, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, first contact. Yeah. Um, and then the next question is nemesis. Was it, was it good or just the kill? It just killed the franchise. Like, cause uh, it, like nemesis, like I'm divided on. It was an underwhelming movie. It was definitely an underwhelming movie. The, they were really trying to go for an overall episode of star Trek. Honestly, yeah. And it was decent, but they basically tried to make a con character that was not that was. Was that Eric Bana? Was that no? no that's that's the that's new one. The but new you're one, talking okay. about um, who is yeah, Bane? Oh no, uh, Nemesis was the Picard clone, right? Yeah, that okay, was played yeah. by Tom Hardy. It was his first yeah. role. Yeah, um, and, and he did. He had. He has range. From everything I've ever read about it, was he put the amount of menacing into it that was never written in the script. So I just feel like you're, you mentioned Khan. It's like I feel like they're going for a, like the ending of it made me frustrated because it's like we've seen the hero sacrifice of the logic based character. Yeah. So I didn't like that, but Every I think time that the, has to be one. Like I feel like going back and seeing that again, the movie's not bad, but I think opening against the two towers do you, do you is what killed terrible it. Terrible choice. Yeah. I, th- I was gonna say, do you mean like what Data did, like how Spock? Yeah, sacrifice pretty much. Or Kirk. I think the movie actually tried to give too much fan service, but they didn't know who their fans were. Like, I'm going to say that Worf riding the back of an ATV shooting a laser cannon is awesome, and I loved it. Yeah. But what are they doing in an ATV when you have shuttlecrafts? You know what I mean? Like, it was like, it was. I mean, I, I mean, listen, I was like this. I was, you know. I was hooping, right. but I'm like, but in reality, when you when you leave it, it feels like it was it was just a cheeseburger. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? They, why? That's actually not what I wanted. Even though they do that they, in the movies a lot, though, and I think that that doesn't take away from the movie. But like, if you you step back and look at it in retrospect, like, is this really does this really fit, or is this just really cool to see? Yeah, you know exactly. And, and Star Trek's never been; they've always erred on the side of like what makes sense. And what right. is science fiction as opposed to what is cool? Right. Uh, and I, as I karate chop my yeah. microphone stand out of anger out of that, I'm just going to say overall, I think Insurrection was a better movie than Nemesis was. It was Insurrection felt more like a two hour episode. It was. It was. Oh, no, it was, it was, it was. Two hour episode. Yeah. But at the exact same time, even though it is a very forgettable one, it is a very slow moving and at times ridiculous. <laughs> it still had everything that was. This is accurate to the stuff that we could do. This is all in the same realm of the universe that we know. Yeah. Even though it was lacking in a lot of things. 
It felt like Star Trek. It, it felt like a Star Trek episode, which is why I never bag on that movie. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, the only thing I have to really bag on slightly, the remote control. <laughs> oh. That controlled the, the manual Come station. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> if you want to do that, have Riker hey, take the console. They got, Just take the con and hey, go, okay. That movie gave a, like a, face, or a facelift to an admiral. Finally, an admiral yeah. getting what he deserves. Yes. <laughs> Admirals are always terrible and evil. Finally, we get to see an admiral strapped to a chair and get what's coming to him. So for that... With one of the best names in all of the Star Trek admirals' names, too, I have to think. Yeah. I, I personally thought Admiral Doherty was... <laughs> not Doherty. Oh, Doherty. Only how Picard would say it. Only how Picard would say it. Only how Picard would say it. And how he it. said it, too, because yeah. he sat there and be like, Doherty, out. Yeah. And I'm like, you can't just say Doherty? Yeah. Like, Pat- Patrick Stewart was always good at making words that weren't cool sounding cool, like oh, no God. matter what. Oh, yeah. like, Number he, one, he, he was the sci-fi Pacino for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so okay, what do we got here? Um, so let's move on to actually. Do you think DS Nine and Voyager should have gotten a shot at feature films? Yes. No. Especially DS Nine. Yeah, I do. At I, least one off. I, I like, feel no, like okay. one of them should have. Yeah, I think. I think absolutely, but I think more than anything else, Voyager needed another season. Well, they got home, though. Where are they going to go? They're going to go back and be like, I forgot my keys. Yeah. No, no, 70 no. years. It should go it back and get them. have ended on them getting home. It oh. should have ended on them being like, all right, well, we're home. I would have liked to see it ended on them just kind of settling somewhere. Oh, yeah. no, that's terrible. Why? Oh, no, that would break everyone's heart, man. That's the battle story, I think. I know. <laughs> and, that, and that was hard. And that was. Yeah. Oh, no. Bye. By the way, do you know why they are called spoilers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you totally blew it for everyone. Everyone's a Cylon. Yeah. And just, just you remember. know why they are called spoilers. Yeah. And just remember, at the exact same time, one of them disappeared. Like perhaps Seven of Nine just vanished. Do <laughs> you know why they are called spoilers? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Alex Trebek's getting some overtime there. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Uh, so um, <laughs> I feel like if people are listening to a Star Trek podcast, they probably already have seen or known most of the stuff yeah. about Star Trek. Yeah, I, it's sorry, not if, like, if I ruined Battlestar, I'm sorry, I've, but I'll argue Battlestar is one of those shows that yeah. I hate the ending, but I feel that the whole journey's worth yeah. it. We could have a whole Battlestar cast. Yeah, on that and yeah. I, I see one coming eventually. Oh yeah, especially be, with them doing a reboot. Trust yeah. me, we need to sandbag a lot. More. Oh, and I said no. By the way, uh, not in disrespect because uh, Deep Space Nine is like my favorite, but because they do like when one when one and two movies are bad do i want to see something i cherish yeah really yeah. i just feel like that they're they're probably made more more interesting things going on in the gavin quadrant that they could have had oh. some kind of big big showdown other than oh. like yeah no and i and i fantasize often about star trek the one thing i fantasize about is what happens after deep space 9 does Odo get his people on board? What's happened to you know? What's happened to Cardassia? No, I I would love to see a series. Like I would, I want to see the Prime Universe, and I hope we get to this mm-hmm. continued because yeah. there's a lot of meat on those. There's a lot of meat left to to get into. And, and that's actually that's, that's what I get to that. So the CBS series is coming. I'm sorry, Nick, you had something you're going to throw in there. I was going to say, and the one thing I really truly want to see more than anything when it comes to Deep Space Nine, other than I mean, and I want to see Cardassia. Mm-hmm. I want to see the actual. I want to see Otis people do stuff. Yeah. I want to see something that happens that's cool with them. Yeah. But more than anything else, I would love that the next movie starts with Cisco coming back. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd yeah. be awesome. Because literally, they said he's coming back. Yeah. It wasn't like a, oh, don't worry, he'll rise again BS. It was, no, he's coming he's back. coming back. There's yeah. stuff he still needs to do. Yeah. So with the new series, CBS is launching on their streaming service, which I just saw a story today, by the way, that, that Netflix has the rights to it outside the U.S. Yeah. 
So well, international rights. Yeah, they have oh. international rights, but that means CBS is going to have their, their streaming service in the U.S. that you're still have to pay for to watch this new series. Uh, Brian Fuller is going to be the showrunner on the show, um, which and he just got done with Hannibal. People love that, but he got his start in Star Trek. He wrote a few episodes of DS9. Wrote a lot of Voyager. Like he he has a love of this stuff. So I don't. I'm not worried about that. And, and people, and he's kind of like a critical darling right now. For him to say, "I want to do Star Trek," I think that's great. Yeah. Um, so we kind of already hit on this a little bit. But so, are you guys hoping this new show is in the Prime Universe, or do you think it's going to be in the Kelvin Universe because uh, of the movies now? I I really hope it's in Prime. I personally think it's probably going to be in the Kelvin Universe. Yeah, just to kind of get more footing in there. Yeah. They they want it because overall it's I mean I I have no idea what even time frame they're talking about. Is it going to be a next generation type series where it's years from then? Blah blah blah. I think it's going to be like a, a little anthology where like you get a crew here doing this, crew here doing that. I don't know. It's all speculation. Yeah. My um my hope is that it's prime. Um because and here's how we have some logistical hope for that for if you want prime oh i'd like yeah is that cbs and paramount they don't have to work explicitly with each other one is strictly tv and one is strictly reboot this whole paramount reboot thing could actually save star trek series because it can be its own thing because paramount has its own rights and distribution than that cbs does so hopefully that's why we have hope that it is actually in prime I don't think it's going to work out, though, to be quite honest. I think it will. I oh, think no, I'd lo- I want it to work out. But putting it as taking it from being on television at a set time and going, yes, it's now online. And is it going to be episodically online or is it going to be Netflix where it's all on right there? I think, uh, well, I mean, that depends on what that CBS works best. I feel like right now, since I don't know what else they're launching with this, if you just have one episode floating out there a week, I think you're going to lose people wanting to, to subscribe monthly. Yeah, they're going to have to attack, attach something to it too. Yeah, like they, when is it slated next year? Um, like I said, either either like late next year, year or next year, yeah. next year. So that means they're going to have to like attach more stuff to that by next year. So they're going to have to. You're going to start seeing them drum up more more shows and things like that. Put on their streaming service. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm super optimistic though. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna work because, I mean. I've been waiting forever, and there's a lot of people like us that have been waiting forever. We learned our lesson from Enterprise. We will support. I'm like anyone that's fighting on the internet in a comment section about how you don't like this or how you don't like that. It's over. That time is over with. Just get on board. You know what it's like to not have Star Trek on the air, and it's terrible. Yeah. Well, even if okay, let's say that is in the Kelvin universe, and then we'll we'll um, spin out to that too. If it's still well written and compelling. It, will you still support it? Like, I mean, I think like if, if it's good Trek, regardless if it's Prime or Kelvin, mm-hmm. like you think it's still something that is worth. Yeah. Okay, Got if you. it's Star Trek, not like you know science fiction action movie. If it's Star Trek, like I know that we know Star Trek can be t- on TV, then yeah, yeah, I'll, I'd absolutely support it. I'm only worried though because overall, I think we can all agree that the best that happens from Star Trek television is you get good character development. Right. Yeah. If it's an anthology where you're jumping between ships, what are you attaching to? Well, I mean, I, mean, I, I feel like I feel like now that especially since uh, production runs are shorter for TV series, I think that uh, an anthology. I don't. I don't know. Like, I would think that Brian Fuller, who who worked on two good Star Trek shows, would realize that the money is in the crew and the friction yeah. and the challenges of them. 
and like just let him do that. I think he understands the dynamic of what makes oh, I'm sure of that does. stuff work well. So I think, and then for CBS to be like, hey, Brian Fuller, I know you just did Hannibal, which critics loved it, but NBC was afraid to renew it because it was just, you know, violent as all get out. Mm. You know your stuff here. This is your wheelhouse. Do what you need to do. I feel like that would be the best way to go. But then again, I'm not the one making those decisions. Yeah. Joe agree with me. He's like, you're not making the decisions, Paul. No. You can't. Though. Yeah, I've seen your, I've seen your fan scripts. No, but I mean, anytime they take anybody, like it's exciting to have a creator from like a, the, the the franchise that they started with go back to it. Everybody always wants that. Everybody wants somebody to come back. to Like, what if Ronald D. Before. Moore came back to the new Star Trek? I'd love it. I there are legendary executive producers and writers that. that have been in the Star Trek universe that you've watched an episode of television and you didn't know they were a Star Trek writer. They're all over the place. Yeah. Um, I'm, I am extremely excited that they are, they have Star Trek writers and Star Trek producers that know that can write a great show like Hannibal that know like what the current need is, but also can infuse the Star Trek soul into it. Yeah, I think that's a really big thing. Is it has to feel like Star Trek. As much as I downplay all of it, I want the thing to do well. Yeah, I would love for it to do well. My only issue and concern is that I will get attached to one thing and they will never come back. <laughs> I'll yeah. be like, man, I really like this crew of, let's say, the Titan. Yeah. I'm enjoying the Titan. They're phenomenal. We had two episodes with them. Yeah, they're not coming back next season either. Well, I mean, it could be like anthology. I mean, we're just speculating, but it could be I like think it is. Though. It could be like, hey. This part of the season is this crew. This part of the season, this crew, and then and then the next season is the same crews again. You're just getting more people. That's all. You know. I don't know. I, I, that would be a, be an interesting experiment because that'd be a big break from Star Trek format. Right, know? but exactly. yeah. right, but they got to keep it. They got to keep it fresh. I mean, yeah. we're not going to know until they, also until they spin it out, though. Just throwing stuff as hard as they can at the wall and seeing how it sticks. Well, uh, well, I feel like if CBS wants to, and this is kind of what happened originally when they wanted when Paramount wanted to make a TV. Uh, uh, channel back in the 70s and that was phase two and then that didn't work and then they're like oh we still want to do a TV channel so we're going to do Voyager I feel like every time they come back to Star Trek they, they put the right people to say hey look at us and give one good quality effort to get a spotlight on it so I don't think they're going to I think they're going to develop this and make it shine and draw a lot of attention to it Got whether it. it's whether it's like what we want or what we hope, I don't know about that, because I was going to ask, then that will come to uh, the last bit here about the Kelvin timeline, which I don't even like calling it that. I don't know what else to call it, like uh, Universe B. I mean, I don't he, know. he got that stamp on it, so I mean. Well, because I think Abrams hated, didn't like it being called the Abramsverse. No. Especially now that he's directing directed Star Wars. I don't think he wants to have his name associated well, the with Abram, one. The Abramsverse would be kind of weird, too, but like, yeah. I'm fine with the Kelvinverse. I mean. Yeah. So, like, what do you guys think of, like, the reset? Like, whenever they they brought in um, the Hulk to screw up all reality and the timelines and all that. I mean, well, I mean Eric Bana. <laughs> Star Trek it constantly plays with messing up timelines, different dimensions. Like, one of my favorite Worf episodes is, you know, I think it's called Parallels, where, like, there's yeah. all of a sudden at the end of the episode, there's, like, all these hundreds of Enterprises just showing up on the screen. So... Star Trek fans are are very comfortable with alternate universes. It's mm-hmm. it's only almost every other episode. There's like an a, a alternate reality or like the Kremlin like zapping time and just dis, you know destroying things. Like we're used to that. However, you know, an alternate like if you're going to make an alternate timeline, you know why not you know why not just throw a whole new crew at it? Why not why do why do we have to rehash yeah. everything in this country? Why can't we just have a fresh new adventure? With a fresh new crew, 
you got the name Star Trek on it, people will go see it. That's my thing. Agreed. And on top of everything else, I think the biggest problem with all of the Kelvin universe stuff so far was I had no problem when it was John Harrison. Yeah. I yeah. loved if it stayed John Harrison. Yeah, and you that's found my, out my problem, too. was inside one of those tubes. Yeah, no, I, I, like uh, not to we woke up a different one. There yeah. we go. Not not to nitpick, yeah. but I feel like it made me it made me frustrated that like they went to all this trouble in the first movie to tell everybody, hey guys, we're taking this in a different direction, and so you'll see character beats that you like and kind of traits of characters that you like, but they don't even know who they really are yet. So you get these growing pains and all that. That's yeah. fine. Like you get the, the the whole boldly where no man's gone before. That's all fun, and I'm hitting things again. Um, but with the with into darkness, the first half of that, I really liked it, and then I'm like. And now you're going to tell me this guy's con, which has no bearing on anything other than the audience knows that this guy's con and it didn't feel earned. And then, and then the end was like, oh, now, now that we have con here, we have to give you a con type ending. And then on and, top of that, though, they also had to contact old Spock. Yeah, which which uh, actually, of all things, I kind of from the whole thing liked that bit because he's like, I, I, I promised I wouldn't say anything. Kill the kid. Yeah. Kill him. <laughs> Kill him quickly. Khan's terrible. Kill him. Yeah, and, and he won't solve mysteries anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, that was my only problem with that. Like everything else, everything else about the the new takes on it, I think is, I, I like the action's a lot of fun. Um, I think some of the 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 um, the way they've changed the the roles up a little bit is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that there is a sense of fun to this. Like I like I know Abrams when he first took the first one on, he wasn't a Star Trek fan, but he became one while developing the movie. Like I feel like there's a sense of adventure there, and there's a lot of fun, and I and I don't I don't need my Star Trek to be super serious every single moment, you know. So I, I like that. Still, the first movie I thought was a fun ride. It wasn't very sci-fi, other than like you had the red matter, which was the end all be all. But yeah. no sound in space. Yeah. Well, in the other spaceships, yeah. I mean, oh no, no. The, the first, that's one of the things I liked most about it was. That they tried to actually explain away some of why you heard the ship happening, but like when as soon as you saw those guys get blown into space, silence. Yeah, I you know I didn't want to like take time to like bag on the movies because to be honest with you, that was like five years ago to me when they blew up Vulcan. I was kind of like, well, that happened, and then <laughs> after that, I really just didn't emotionally invest in it. I think it's I don't. One way or the other. I mean, I, I'm just glad it's separate, and I have. I'm glad they call it a different universe. I'm glad that I still have my prime universe, and that's all I have to say about it. I okay. think that they're entertaining movies, but they have nothing to do with the kind of Star Trek that I'm interested in watching. All right. Uh, I, I don't think they have a Star Trek feel. You, you're you're right. It does have more of an action sci-fi yeah. feel, yeah. which doesn't... And I, and I guess, like, even the Star Trek movies, like, it... it it seemed like they they put a a little bit more action in them than they would in an episode, but then like with the newer Star Trek movies, there's there's not as much like I guess development and like it there's there's it just doesn't seem political enough and everything seems to be happening because of like one villain versus like an issue where they would have like a problem with all of Romulus. Okay. It it just doesn't seem like there's a lot of deep thought. Like yeah. it just seems like an action. And it's, I like I like the movies, to be honest with you. They're not bad movies. Yeah. They're just they don't feel like what my what yeah. there's as much as we can make fun of the whole thing, there's not enough tech that goes on. Yeah. I would love to know why in God's name they thought that the uh 
Kel- not the Kelvin, but was the, the Vengeance couldn't catch up to them in warp. Yeah. I, I would love to find out why. Because you know what? Nothing until the Kelvin was destroyed changed anything. Which means Cochrane had developed warp, that Archer had gotten to a warp three ship. Yeah. Explain to me why they can't catch up to you. And explain well, to me why Klingon is so damn close. Yeah. I feel like with Simon Pegg writing the new one, I, I, I can tell he's a big fan of Star Huge Trek. Huge fan of Star Trek. So I, I have hope this new one's actually more of like a stranded, like a, like you could tell the Enterprise gets just torn up and they're on this Destroyed. planet and they're trying to figure out, like, and they're not welcome. Like this planet's mm-hmm. not part of the Federation. They don't want to be part of the Federation and they have a plan. And I just Elba's the bad guy. So I'm, I'm actually kind of excited for this movie. Yeah. Can we, yeah. Well, here's what I'm yeah. going to be looking for. Can the crew come together and problem solve and all come up, um, not just one guy take, take the show and solve all the problems. I want to see like, like a Star Trek teamwork you got this thing to do. I got this thing to do. Let's be super smart. You know, we all love each other, and let's solve the issue because that's what Star Trek's about. It's hard. It's about the crew coming together. If they can pull the crew together, and like instead of just like the catchphrases and stuff like that, and you can actually see, you know, why Scotty is like is is that way, and you know why Spock is the way that he is, not by you know their sayings, but actually their their actions. Then you know what? Maybe maybe I'll get turned around. You know, I'll, I'll always give Star Trek a, a I chance. I think this is going to be the one that turns you around. Honestly, I, that, I, I look really forward to this one. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be good. Yeah. More than more than I looked forward to Into Darkness. Yeah, that's honestly. fair. Mm. But all of the things I'm seeing right now, there's nice little Easter eggs in the, even the, just the trailers. You've watched, you've all watched the trailers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I've seen some of them. Have you seen the ship that they're flying in afterwards? No, Mm-mm. no. Have you not? Oh, no. I, all mm-hmm. I noticed is that the the one of the posters they put out was a callback to the motion picture, and I thought that was kind of cool with the the three colors and the mm-hmm. faces and the profile. Mm-hmm. That was pretty awesome. So they know they know who they're marketing to. Yes. So, um, all right. So we're gonna we'll wrap this up here. Like I know we've been talking quite a lot about Star Trek, so I appreciate this, and I, and I know uh, we've we've had some deep thoughts about the Star Treks. Um, Joe has a game here. Uh, that we're going to go through here real quick. So we're not we're not going to run the time to play a game thing. So yeah, <laughs> um, this, time to play a game. <laughs> this this like this is going to be kind of fun. This is there's no I you know if somebody actually gets a lot of these right. I'm going to be impressed because uh, I didn't know what the hell was going on. So I have a, I have a couple of Klingon phrases. I have ten Klingon phrases. Oh, sh- oh my goodness! And I'm going to give you guys a piece of papers here. Pass them around. Oh, this is going to take some work. Huh? It's multiple choice. So, oh, okay. Um, it's not. It's not going to be like you have to like be exact. So one of these is Could the right answer. Random facts about Star Trek. Are those work pens, Joe? Are those work pens? No, they're not work pens. <laughs> I think I said flavors, but I meant phrases. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The best part of this is probably going to be me, me trying to say these. Okay. Oh no. Because yeah. Uh, what, don't. Can we like yeah exactly? What if you like totally slaughter the word? What we you know, are we? Do you know Klingon? I better than you do. <laughs> all right. I've watched enough of it. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right, all right, all right. Well, well, they're they're not actual phrases that they would have said in the show. Are these phrases or words? Specific? These are phrases. phrases. These I basically went. Oddly enough, Bing has a translator for English to Klingon. Understandably, there's a so, college course for it too. I I typed in a phrase and it translated to Klingon for me. Right. So. There's going to be four options for each one. Okay. All right. So the first one. All right. Now give me a second here. It's going to be. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to enjoy every moment of this. Kesathafas benathawal datulal paktuali. 
Are these so, English sayings translated into Klingon? Yes. Okay. I don't know, but so, so, it sounds tasty. Is this, I ate a whole gallon of ice cream with no regrets. <laughs> Turn off the lights when you leave. They are not expecting a flank maneuver. Or there are many books in the library. So just A, B, C, or D. A, B, C, okay. or D. Yeah. So. Or, I don't know what that letter would be. I'm just making up one. J. Yeah. Let me write this next thing. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that's J. All the entertainment is just watching Joe do this. Yes. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm totally off mic for this, too. But I'm, yeah. That's I'm fine. Glad. No, okay. it's fine. I'm, I'm glad that everything else is catching right. my laughing, at least. So this next one is... Hegjulume Kakul Jajavam. You kiss your mother with that mouth? Yeah, I know, right? Okay. Uh, is that my socks do not match. Honor guide my blade. It is a good day to die. Or is there something on my forehead? <clears throat> you got ten of these, huh? Yeah, I got okay. ten of them. So Apparently... Okay. All right. This one's a little easier. All right. This one's easy. Yeah. This is, everyone knows like Klingon. This yeah. is going to yeah. be simple. So easy. this one is, and it, well, it's like, it's like only two words. So it's chak rad. Does this mean make it so? May the force be with you. Nice purse. Or I love sprinkles. That's a very common Klingon battle phrase. What? I love sprinkles. I love sprinkles. Yeah. yeah. All right. Would you start a battle with? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, nice purse and just start swinging into battle with a battle with. No, no, start swinging with Gucci, man. Yeah. All right. This one is Tokchev Koi Nok Doc J. Now, I enjoy the rhythms of Doctor J. It's <laughs> perfect. Does this mean? Does this mean wedding planning has been a dream job? <clears throat> a fool and his head are soon parted. Let's put the top down for the drive, or live long and prosper. All right, sorry, halfway there. All right, this one is Nachdak o Puchpae. I so badly want to look at these after this is done. You're doing it. You're actually doing a great job. There's a little I, less like, guttural yeah. than I was hoping. I'm, yeah, you know. I, I'm trying not to be too guttural because like, i got to sound it out in my head a little bit. All right, is this any last words? Never tell me the odds. I'm allergic to shellfish. Or where is the bathroom? And if you guys want to type these in afterwards to check and see, because like, oh, so, so, we're, so we're, much easier yeah. to type in. Yeah. I, I, well, people, if they well, listen no, no, up, so they, they, I they, knew the English. I want them to type this in phonetically into the computer as they're listening. Well, no, to the you could type in the answers and see oh, okay. if it pops out oh. the way that I wrote. That's if they type in the Klingon, the way Joe said it. So, pooch paye. I remember that. All right, this one's a little tough. So, kastavos ramva todahut wa wa. All Double right. wah at the end. Double wah. It's important. Face me in combat one-on-one. What time does the bar close? <laughs> Tonight on Rescue 911. <laughs> oh, oh, shoot. Death by combat is the only way. You know, I'm really hoping that's one of those. That'd be great. That'd be a good Shatner callback, too, by the way. 
Okay, this one's a little long. So Uh-oh. I, I don't. Know, I don't know why. This one's three pages. I don't know yeah. why I went this long. One so <laughs> so havada la sok belnawa pak dugol norgolj ha soal. Does this mean keep your friends close but your enemies closer? Does it mean my cousin can get you a great deal on a cloaking device? Common phrase. Is is this the real life or is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. I don't care if it's the right answer. I want that one to be it. I was about to make a comment. You sound like Wayne and Wayne speaking Cantonese. What? Where you're trying to Cassandra? What he's doing when he's talking to Cassandra? I know. And the last one is we do not have an ice bucket in our room. Can we borrow yours? Yeah, sorry. Oh my goodness. Whoa. Whoa. That's sorry. That's five. Right. You should you should yeah. have brought it around from behind instead of Jesus. Something. Yeah. All right. Sorry. That was uh, that wasn't Klingon. That was bang on there. I didn't mean to apologize for that. All right. Just just three more left. All right. So Jagloa uh, check is I can't I can't cover my tab. Let's run. I will drink the blood of my enemies. I lost my contact lens. Or I have not received turn down service yet. There's definitely. See, I'm, I've seen a lot of hotel a, themes. There's, here. Well, there's there's definitely a travel theme because like yeah. when you learn other languages, you're usually on vacation yeah, okay. trying to like communicate to locals. So I figured that would be. Sounds like you're going to Planet Klingon. Yeah, yeah, that's not, going to going yeah. to Kronos, man. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Going to Kronos. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ! So sorry. Yeah, Kettle oh, Lowlands, bro. A nice Kronos Resort. Uh, I'm all writing right. down all these times so not to kill people when I hit this thing with my hand. All right. Borta Seblor. Jubluda Re. Kaku Ne. And does this mean I have a bad peanut allergy? That's important to know if you're talking. Uh, how do I look in my new vest? It's nasty. Revenge is a dish best served cold. Or the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. I could see all Klingon saying that. Yeah, they're, they're big and, in the whole Vulcan philosophy. Yeah, <laughs> the, the the last okay. one is La Havaja Dachu Eje Vulv. You're getting better at this. Yeah, you are. I'm I'm very impressed. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I think what we really need to do is let him go nuts and get like one of those screens so he doesn't spit completely into the yeah. microphone. There's a lot of just like, let him go guttural. Yeah. Uh, okay. Does this mean shields are failing? Uh, does it mean, can I get that in pink? Klingons say that a lot, right? I do. Uh, sun's out, gun's out. <laughs> or a sharp blade requires a sharp mind. All right. So I don't expect you to reread all of those out loud. Yeah. Okay. Right. So what do we got? What do we so got? Uh, let's see. So for the first one, what did everybody have? Just a letter. I, I had D. C. D. B. B. Uh, D was actually it, for uh, number one was actually D. There are many books in the library. Okay, nice. And then uh, for number two, A, A, C, D. C, what D? D it was actually C. Damn it is it. a good day to die. And Duras. number three, C. 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 Number three, I had A, C, A, C. See, it was actually May the Force Be With You. Well, what letter was that? B. B. Oh, was 11, actually. I should have known that. Uh, Doing well right now. Yep. And number four. 
What do you uh, B. B? D. D? B. B. It was B. A fool and his head are soon parted. I thought the saying was the fool and his money were soon parted. But the Klingon Klingon proverb. Oh, touche. Yeah. Uh, And then five. I have B. B. D. D. B again, actually. B again. It is D. Where is the bathroom? See, I figured the bathroom was wherever you were. Could be. (laughs) All right. Number six. If you're a Klingon, it's wherever you want it to be. What did you have for six? Uh, C. C. A. A. C again. See, it is C tonight on Rescue 911. You really enjoyed that one. <laughs> you know how hard it was to try to get that because I had to type out the words 9 and O-N-E, O-N-E, because it would put 911. Yeah. So apparently 911 is hut wah wah. So. Well, there you go. But I just think it's funny that tonight on Rescue 911. I just want to see William Shatner talk about reenactments that involve. Uh, um, Klingon 911. No, that just involve Kirk. Like just a reenactment of, you know. All right. Uh, number seven. C. C? Nope. I have C. C. I have C as well. C. No, it was actually it was actually B. My cousin can get you a great deal on a cloaking device. Common I immediately thought of my cousin Vinny when you said that for some reason. <laughs> Just, I, I was thinking George Lopez, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know a guy can fix that. Yeah. Number nice. eight. Uh, B. 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 Uh, B's right. I will drink the blood of my enemies. All right. And number nine. D. D. C. C. D. C. It was actually C. Revenge is a dish best served cold. Which that is from uh, Undiscovered Country. They right. actually said it in Undiscovered Country like that? I think so. Because they actually had to change the language to make it make sense. Like Because you know, there was a time there where something about, there was some part of that phrasing that, that wasn't actually there. I didn't know that. It was that yeah. or some kind of Shakespeare it was piece. Shakespeare. It was Shakespeare. I'm sorry. Mm. Yeah, see, I was wrong. And then I eventually was right, but not it's really. It's all good. Yeah. I like it. Uh, and then the last one. C. C. B. B. A. A. It was B. Can I get it in pink? Well, I, I lost I, big time. I, I think I think it's just because I, I hang around with Joe all the time that I'm like uh, we mind melted. Yeah, like you know. So I got, I, tried, I, got five. I tried to mix it up. I tried to actually have actual things Klingons would probably say, yeah. and then I had things that people probably say to Klingons yeah. when they're on vacation. Automatically, so. I stuck away. I was just like, "That's a Klingon phrase." Nope, not happening. Not yeah, happening. so you were trying to distract <laughs> yeah. us with the real phrase. Yeah, yeah, I mixed it up. I, well, I hope that was fun. Yeah. All right. So uh, thank you guys for being on the show. I know we went quite a while, which is what we do here on the show. I um, know. And uh, and Nick, you can check out Nick on uh, Geek Eclectic. Um, how how the best way to find you guys? I don't know. <laughs> Probably the WordPress site or the YouTube channel. Okay, there you YouTube. go. And um, you guys are you guys on? I don't know if you are you on iTunes. We're not or? on iTunes no. mostly because I'm cheap and haven't figured a way to do that. Oh, let's! I could tell you an easy way. Oh to no, do I that. know you can. That's okay. what, that's one of the things we were talking about. <laughs> but de- definitely check out Geek Eclectic. What was your last? Uh, uh, the last one was New Partners, I think. It was something along those lines. Okay. It was episode 37. Okay. There you go. So, right, yeah, check God, them out. I hope so. Maybe yeah. 37. Or whatever. Just check out, like, the newest one. Check it out. But we're checking out 37. Yeah, go back well. through their archives. Go yeah. check out episode 14. Go check yeah. out the one Don't. that had me basically yelling with the mic in my crotch about Kirk Cameron. <laughs> you could hear, I swear to you could hear me from yelling from his kitchen better than you could hear him with the mic right where it's at right now for you. Do you mean your partner or Kirk Cameron? Why, okay. let's say, cause why were you hanging out with Kirk Cameron? The, uh, one of the, uh, former, my former co-host with it, Stu. Okay. You could hear me just as well with me not being at the mic, <laughs> screaming about Kirk Cameron. Could you imagine how disappointed Kirk Cameron would be if he met Q? <laughs> oh, yes. I would, I would pay to see that. <laughs> 
Yeah, that would be good money. That would that would have been awesome. Yeah. I'll reboot that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, I, any listeners out there, I just want to say this real quick that you know heard us like bag or you know any any negativity about Star Trek, erase it from your memory. There is no such thing as bad Star Trek. There's just not as good as Star Trek. What like, about Neelix? You like, guys were clearly yeah. not happy with Neelix, except for two things: <laughs> Riza episodes. Yeah. Except, oh, no, 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 no. Except for Captain's Holiday. And, yeah, I was going to say, you got real Except for Captain's Holiday, Rise episodes, and Neelix. Everything else, Star Trek's just beautiful and great. Everyone yes, should watch it. Right. Yeah. All right. So uh, feel free, uh, please, to check us out on our, our Facebook page, the Phase of the Podcast. Uh, we are on Twitter at Invading Podcast, and our Gmail address is at um, invadingpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, still not figured out how to do the Stitcher rating, so I will we'll look into that. Yeah, we're working um, on that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I just I, I tell everybody like tell tell everybody we're going Stitcher. And I'm like, I guess you just yell into your phone and Stitcher you, will hear you. Are, you. are you guys not on Google Play yet? Um, I, I, I need know. to do that. No, yeah, you're right. I do need to, to do that. Figure out yeah. like, I don't know how to do that. Yeah, yeah. It, but it's just I. It's one of the things I mean to get to, and I keep forgetting. So, um, but anyway, please find us on those on those things, and if you can rate us on iTunes, please, 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 we'd appreciate it. So and tell two friends. Tell two friends. Yeah. So all right, uh, that will do it for us, and then I want to trust Joe to hit good buttons good buttons thanks guys Sathafaz Benathawal Datulal Paktual Hegjulume Kakul Jajabam Chak Rad Takchev Koi Nak Dak J Takchev Koi Nak Dak J Kastavos Ramva Todahut Wah
so havada la sok belnawa pak da gol norgol j ha so all jagloa check j borta se blor re kaku ne la havaja doc you eje vol you're getting better at this yeah you are i'm i'm very impressed <laughs>